Welcome to the Relationship Road Trip, navigating the twists and turns of all the important relationships in your life. I'm Ben Azevedo, your backseat driver. The next turn is a left, right? I'm Dr. Don Fernando Azevedo, clinical psychologist and executive coach, your navigator. And I'm Kim Azevedo, licensed marriage and family therapy associate, your mechanic. As always, listener, you're in the driver's seat. Let's get rolling. Today's quote is by Rucha Joshi. Relationship growth depends on both. That's cute. It's <laughs> like, like a little rhyme. Yeah, it's yeah. like cute. I liked it. Oh, that's why I picked it. That's a good one. I'm appreciating you. Thank you. I appreciate you too. Aww. Last week we were talking about intent and effect. Although we tend to judge our own behavior by the intent we had, the important part is to notice, accept, and take responsibility for the effect we're having on others. Today, we're focusing on the basic care and maintenance of all important relationships with an emphasis on your primary relationship or partner. For example, my primary relationship is with my dog, Toast. Her care is pretty basic, but if you deviate from it in any way at all, watch out. So Ben, you're right that the relationship you have with Toast as your primary relationship is pretty straightforward because she'll let you know when she needs things in a way that's easy for you to see. The challenge is, is that when we choose to have relationships with other folks, we're also creating a brand new living entity. And for the rest of this uh, podcast, I'm going to focus on marriage, but all of these metaphors actually apply to lots of different relationships, which we'll get to towards the end. So when you decide to get married to someone or to commit your life to someone and the other person agrees, that's the conception of this wonderful being called a marriage. And when you stand up in front of the community and declare to the public that you are this united couple, that's the birth of this marriage. And like all living creatures, this marriage goes through developmental stages of infancy, childhood, adolescence, adulthood, and agedness. Yes, 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 I know. I'm in the agedness one at this point. And the challenge is this living being that we've created doesn't have corporeal form. It doesn't bark when it needs to get out. It, it doesn't pee on the floor. Um, and it's, You hope. Well, you do hope. That's true. Sometimes it tears things up like a poltergeist. And we often take better care of our pets than we do of this very precious thing that we've created that we call a marriage or a relationship. Well, I know what I need to do to take care of Toast. Kim, what do I need to take care of my relationship? Well, it's very similar to what you need to take care of Toast. Uh, the basic concepts are air, water, food, rest, and exercise. In this case, we're going to equate air to being respect and kindness, this thing that fills you up, that you need all of the time to continue on. It is a dynamic that you have with your partner that is fulfilling, and it makes you feel good and makes you want to stay with them. I respect Toast. No, I don't. Toast respects me. Does she? And I'm kind to Toast. But... I don't respect her, and she's mean to me. 
I don't know that uh, she respects you either there. Well, it sounds like your relationship needs some work. Hmm. A breath of fresh air. So the second element of this is water. We really don't last very long without clean water. And what the water is of our relationships is honest confiding of both the good things and the bad things of life. When you go and you share about what's happening for you in all of the different ways that it may happen for you, this really is the water. It hydrates the relationship and keeps it healthy. Hmm. Toast isn't very honest, but she does drink a lot of water. <laughs> and she doesn't necessarily need clean water either. She's drank some nasty water. Yeah. Well, next up is food. Uh, we can fast for short periods of time, but we pretty much always need to eat. I know I definitely do. Um, and in this metaphor, the food is laughter and joy, creating humor in your relationships, smiling, enjoying your time with others. Dr. John Gottman has uh, the concept of fondness and admiration, which is that turning towards your partner, supporting them, choosing them every day. It is important to practice this and do it with intention. Turn towards your partner, appreciate them for who they are, and hug and laugh and celebrate the world and the relationship that you have. I think that makes sense. Okay, the next element in this is rest. All living beings need to sleep to recover. This is time apart from one another to renew and take care of the self. It is time to discover new things so you can bring them back to the relationship and refresh in the relationship. It's important to have that time apart and to come back together again. John Gottman talks about this in terms of uh, rituals of connection, where you depart and reconnect in the relationship as a way of filling it back up with energy and intention. I think Toast would prefer if we were connected at all times, but she does sleep for about 17 hours out of every 24. So I think for her, it's sort of... Uh, time together 100% of the time, but resting 90% of the time. So that's 190% of the time. Well, yeah. <laughs> She's a dog. She doesn't know math. She wants to rest on you. Oh, there you go. Okay. I've seen her cuddle. The last basic maintenance item is exercise. This is the life you build together. All that each of you accomplishes is potentiated by the work the other does regarding whatever you are not attending to at the moment. Okay, what does that mean? So think about it. If you have extra work that you need to get done, but there are still things that need to happen back home, like taking care of toast, sure, cooking, cleaning, or anything else, or vice versa. Sarah needs to do some work, and you need to pick up whatever the slack is. Because you have joined lives and you have chosen to make these goals together, you switch off back and forth gently and easily doing whatever is needed to be done in order for the entire relationship to move forward. So this is kind of like scheduling and this is kind of related to that. So you're just talking, the exercise is the balance of what each person is doing day to day, the give and take of, you know, being busier at work or getting house things done, taking care of kids, sure. taking care of pets. It's the weightlifting. It is the weightlifting. It's it's working together in the kitchen to make dinner or to clean up after dinner. It's any of a million different things that you choose to do together to make your life better, including going to work and earning a paycheck. Then there's those of us 
who just do that themselves. Yes. And they have enough trouble working with themselves. So true. But it's a point to be made that single parents exist. And this is a dynamic that is even more challenging for them in trying to balance out all of these things and have all of these plates spinning as just one person. Yes. And it's amazing to me when they get it done so beautifully and it looks so effortless, but I know they are paddling hard underneath. This one is one I feel where we could expand it beyond the a marriage relationship too. You even mentioned kind of communal life, like the community you're building with your partner, but this is a thing like in some other cultures even, like like you say, communal life. So sure. sharing that load across even more people to make things easier. Well, and this happens at work a lot. When you work on a team and different people have different components of what needs to be made. And when one person is working on one thing, it frees up someone to work on another thing. So you exercise at work with the with your coworkers, with the team you're on. When it works well, yes. And it really builds that appreciation, the fondness, the kindness, and all of the other aspects of a relationship that are needed to keep it healthy and thriving and growing. Um, the food, the water, the air, all of these things come together and are held up by the exercising of the relationship. Yep. So any functional relationship, like friends, close friends, um, significant work relationships, teams, those all require the same type of care, maybe at a different level, yes. but all of these same things will apply to those relationships. Yes. And, and the, the different elements may be at different intensity levels, depending on how close the relationship is. So if you have functional relationships, like the ones that are at work, that you may not need as much laughter or joy, and you may not need as much rest or time apart because they're already built into the relationship. I think you need the most laughter and joy at work. Well, I mean, you two work in the same office all day, so... I laugh and have joy. Just periodically. I think she needs medications. You'll pay for them. Well, let me recap real quick. So you need air, which is respect and kindness. You need water, which is honest confiding. Maybe some of your non-romantic or non-partner relationships don't need as much water. Yeah, maybe They're not. like succulents. <laughs> yes, they can last All a long time. All my coworkers are succulents. There you go. Food, which is laughter and joy. Rest, time apart. And exercise, which is really building anything together. Any collaborative work that you're doing. Yes. All right. So we got all those pieces. How do you keep track of those playing into your relationship? How do you measure if you're doing a good job? How, how do you know this? How do you track any of it? Well, this is a personal responsibility exercise. You have to ask yourself and answer honestly on a scale of one to 10, because you know, I love scales of one to 10. And here are the questions. You ready? I'm ready. How kind and respectful have my words and behaviors been today? 11. Okay, that's great. I don't know who you were talking to. It wasn't here, but hey. <laughs> Yikes. How honestly have I shared my highs and lows of the day and my needs? Seven. How much have I demonstrated my fondness and admiration today? Hmm. For who? <laughs> For me. <laughs> For Kim. I don't know, five? I didn't even give you a hug when we got here. We went straight to recording. We were too distracted by my car. Yes. 
How much time have I taken for self-care? How much time have I created for my partner's self-care? Zero so far. But we're going to a movie later. That's not self-care. How is that not self-care? It's it's partner's self-care. It's partner's self-care. It's a thing that Sarah really wanted to do. Right. I, on this particular night, don't really want to see this movie. But I said, I'm going to stop podcasting so that we can go to this movie. So you're actually doing an exercise that we may talk about at some point in time in the future called follow the leader, which is a emotional support exercise where one partner wants to do a thing. The other partner is not particularly interested, but will do it because they are interested in their partner. Okay. But supporting the relationship. Okay. What does it mean for, I haven't taken any self-care for myself. So that's zero. You went to the gym this morning. Oof. Is that care? Yes. That's self-care. Oh, that's rough. (laughs) Did you create time so Sarah got to do something for herself? Like read or go to bean traders or do the things? Yes, but I don't know that I created that time. You left the house, therefore. Yeah, leaving the house, giving separation and space where she gets to choose whatever she wants to choose. Okay. Maybe I'm being too honest with my score. Maybe. Too harsh. Maybe you're being too harsh. But it's also, this is a great conversation because when you start to think about, well, what really am I doing to take care of myself and have I created space so my partner has the opportunity to choose? Because remember, free will. Your partner always can do whatever they want. Yeah, but me going to the gym, I feel like is not, me going to the gym is self-care, sure, because it's the thing I want to do. Sure. I'm creating time for that. But that's at the expense of spending time with Sarah. Which is a balancing act. But spending time with Sarah is not self-care either because that's us doing a thing together. That's marriage care, right? Okay. It's food or air or water or something. Sometimes I'm really glad to be single because I'm 100% on self-care and I have a perfect record on my partner's self-care too. Were you kind and respectful though? To myself, no. Okay. Well, but, so, but you're asking really good questions because this is this is a hard concept. When are you doing self-care? And when are you just creating space so your partner can choose to do self-care? Sure. And I mean, she had some work to do today, so she did that work. She did go to Bean Traders, one of her favorite places, but it was to work. So I don't know that that's self-care either. That's why I thought the movie made sense because like, we sort of view Sunday as, well, I get up and work and then I go to the gym and she does stuff all day on her own, usually work. And at the end of the day, we get to spend time together. And to me, that's like the self-care for both of us. But I guess it's marriage care. That's it. I'm not really distinguishing between the two. The other thing I think you're getting caught up on is this is a self-report. And the question is, how much time have I created for my partner's self-care? The key word being time. You have given Sarah the space to engage in self-care if that's what she wants to do. I suppose that's true. And she gets to do whatever she wants with it. Just like if if she was off doing something, you would have the choice of whatever you wanted to do with your time. Okay. So I've been kind and respectful. I haven't really shared any highs or lows today. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like that's a null score, but I, I think I said like zero. I don't know. I've demonstrated fondness and admiration, I think, to Sarah, I hope. Okay. But who am I aiming this at, too? I, that's the other thing. Is it number one pick myself and another person? Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, well, I wasn't, I wasn't nice enough to Kim. But that changes the whole scale. Have I been kind and respectful to Kim? I don't know. I hope so. So, again, again oh Ben, gosh. the very first step, you pick who you want. This is too much. Math. I started with your marriage. 
Okay. Okay. I started with your marriage. Going through all of this, there's one more question, uh, dear listener. Yeah, sorry. The last one is, how much have I shown my appreciation for the cooperation we have shown to jointly care for our lives? The cooperation is the question you would ask about the movie, right? Okay. This is us coming together and, and creating an outcome both of us want. Okay. That makes sense, I think. Okay. All right. So without our backseat driver's interjections. I'll mute my microphone. The questions for this scale of one to 10 are, how kind and respectful have my words and behaviors been today? How honestly have I shared my highs and lows of the day and my needs? How much have I demonstrated my fondness and admiration today? How much time have I taken for self-care? How much time have I created for my partner's self-care? How much have I shown my appreciation for the cooperation we have shown to jointly care for our lives? That's a great recap of the questions. They'll also be in our show notes if you want to check them out. Scores will vary, and there's no right score. Uh, The scores are only for your own behavior. Use them to guide what you do next. How should I interpret the score? If it's a big number, is that good? If it's a big number, yes, that's good. Okay. If it's a low number, that's not necessarily bad. Every day, you may not score in the eights, nines, and tens on all of these. And maybe not all these questions apply every day. That's correct. But you can do this to kind of check on how well am I trying to take care of my marriage every single day? All right. We've made it to the end of the episode, which means it's time for a summary. Taking care of relationships requires a lot of stuff. Relationships are kind of like living things. They need air and water food and rest and exercise. And for a relationship, that means you need respect and kindness, honest confiding, laughter and joy, some time apart, and a collaborative life that you build together. The other thing we talked about this episode is how to score how you're doing on any of these things with another person. doesn't have to be your partner, but that's the one that kind of makes the most sense. And we gave you a series of questions to rank yourself one to 10 on. If your score is a little higher, that means you're doing pretty well. If it's low, it doesn't mean you're doing a bad job, just means maybe it's something to think about. On our next episode, we're going to begin discussing parenting and dealing with your parents. This is a big subject, so there's probably going to be several episodes about it. And We'll certainly be back to other types of relationships later. We've got lots of stuff to talk about, so please keep listening. Thank you for listening to the Relationship Road Trip. We hope you enjoyed the episode, and we want to know what you think. So write to us at questions at afpsych.com. You can also support the show by rating and reviewing us on iTunes or subscribing with your favorite podcast app. You can find more episodes of the show at RelationshipRoadTrip.com or wherever you download podcasts. The Relationship Road Trip comes out every Wednesday at 7 a.m., so don't forget to tune in next week. The Relationship Road Trip is brought to you by Azevedo Family Psychology, where they are dedicated to helping you create a life worth celebrating. You can learn more about their services at AzevedoFamilyPsychology.com. This podcast is produced by Bear Cave Audio. Bear Cave Audio provides a range of audio services from original composition to podcast recording and editing. To learn more, go to bearcaveaudio.com or email ben at bearcaveaudio.com. Until we meet again, may the road rise up to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. 
and may the sun shine warm upon your face. Thank you.